Social Zoom Factor episode 101. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life zoomed. Does your current website or blog got you down? Do you need a better hosting platform to help your business zoom turbo versus speeds that are slow and holding you back? No need to look any further than our partner HostGator. Have an existing site? No worries. They can seamlessly transfer your existing site for free and have you zooming turbo in no time for as little as $4 a month. Check them out at HostGator.com and save 30% on new hosting packages using the coupon code Zoom or simply go to SocialZoomFactor.com slash HostGator. Your team is at the heart and soul of your business. You work hard to attract great people who help your business Zoom. Our new partner, Everyone Social, enables employees to become effective brand ambassadors by sharing, recommending, and promoting relevant content while building their personal online brand. Check it out and request a demo at socialzoomfactor.com slash everyone social. Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. Today, I'm going to share with you 10 ways that you can Zoom your business results by focusing on your customer. And a lot of times, for a lot of us, that means refocusing on our customer. Because to say that we don't focus on our customer for most of us would probably be an insult. So we're going to talk about 10 ways that you can refocus on your customer. And we see this all the time because, as you probably know, we work with clients of all sizes, from solo entrepreneurs all the way up to enterprise corporations. So there isn't a lot we haven't seen in regard to different levels of focusing on the customer, but particularly with the introduction of social media. And I think so many people are just simply overwhelmed. They don't know where to start. They get too focused on tools, too focused on a Facebook algorithm or whatever it may be, and they lose sight of their customer. And so many times when we start working with a new client, we'll ask that question, you know, who is your target audience? And there's nothing more that I hate to hear than everybody, right? Everybody is my customer or, you know, everybody in the city of Orlando or anybody who likes to drink milk. Okay. I know that's great that everybody likes your product, but we really need to focus in on who that customer is so that we can rise above the competition. And according to Google, did you know that people consult 10.4 sources of information before they make a buying decision? So what that means is if they are visiting your website, they're visiting your blog, they're visiting your social channels, it could be your Twitter stream, your Facebook page, Instagram, and you don't have focus on them and know who that customer is, you are losing them at hello. So today, I hope to help you refocus your lens, refocus your energy, that vision of what you are focusing on and having that be your customer. Okay, so 
first tip I have for you is we have to simply stop the stupid marketing. And I don't know what's happened with social media, uh, why it's driving this, but it really feels like so many people have forgotten marketing 101. And they're people that know better. They're people who have degrees in business and marketing, who have worked 10, 20 plus years in marketing. But there's something about hopping on Facebook that they just get sidetracked. They get excited about everything that's going on with social and they forget marketing 101. So I know the majority of you know how to do this. You know what marketing is. You know we must know who our customer is. You know we need to provide value to them. You know we need to build community. All of these things. But don't forget those foundational things that are so important. And we can't spend all day on Facebook and not know who our customer is. We can't spend all day on Twitter and not be providing value to our customer and then wonder why our business is in the can, right? We need to make sure our efforts are focused on the right things for from a business and a marketing perspective. And there's so many executives right now because they're directors, they're senior directors, they're vice president of marketing. There, there's so many CMOs and C-level executives that are just raising their hand in their air and they're saying, why should we do social media? Why should I give you this budget? And that is a huge thing that we focus on with our clients is helping them uh, align and integrate their social, their digital, and their marketing efforts to their business, to their business goals. And if you're looking and you're struggling on how to get approval for your budget, uh, if you are an executive and your marketing team is driving you crazy that they don't understand these things, as a leader, you need to teach them. You need to teach them that they need to align to business goals. If you're in a role that you're pulling your social strategy together, you need to understand what the goals and objectives are of your audience, of your business and you need to align your social strategy to that. It does not sit by itself. So if you're sitting in a corporate office or in a business unit office or wherever that may be and you're waiting for things to come to you, if you're coming in every morning and I've seen a lot of teams do this and they're just waiting on what comes from the corporate office or they're waiting on what comes from somebody you know up higher than them to tell them what they're going to focus on that day from a social media perspective, you need to change that conversation and you need to change the conversation so that you're integrating social and it's becoming an imperative, important piece of that business and marketing strategy. It's not a band-aid that you're just going to, you know, slap onto the side of your business and hope that it makes things better. You want to make sure that you're focusing on the right metrics. You're not just looking at, you know, number of followers and fans and that type of thing that you're, you're leveraging those metrics, but that you're also focused on how do those foundational community metrics help you in achieving your business goals? How are they going to change the sentiment of your conversations to more positive if you have a negative sentiment out there? How are you going to increase customer satisfaction? How are you going to learn the insights you need about your product so you can improve that customer experience? Those are the types of things you need to be looking at. Those are the ways that you are going to be able to provide value with a social program. So it goes back to marketing and business 101. So that's your first tip. Don't forget marketing 101 and stop doing the stupid marketing. 
Tip number two is just put customer as the first priority. So stop looking over the fence at your competitors. Stop worrying about whether, you know, Sally down the road and your competitor across the country has more Facebook fans than you, is getting more retweets than you. Focus on the audience that matters. Focus on your customer. Focus on the audience you already have and providing them the greatest value that you can. Focus on the results in your business. And if you do just this one step, I'm telling you, it will make a huge difference. And I've seen I've seen so many businesses turn the needle in a positive direction because of just putting focus where they need to focus because social media tends to make people really distracted and it really tends to drive that looky-loo syndrome, which can be really, really dangerous uh, for any business, large or small. Number three is to know where you are going and why. Why are you doing what you're doing? And make sure that you're not focusing just on the technology. And as you have probably heard me talk about in some of these other podcasts, we leverage the Forrester Post methodology and we focus on the audience first. And anytime you will ask people when I train or if I'm doing a workshop or speaking, I will say, what is the first thing that comes to your mind when you think of social media? Nine times out of 10, people will say, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. I want you to quit thinking like that. And when I say, what do you think when I say the word social media? I want you to say people. I want you to say heartbeat. I want you to say content that inspires my audience. I want you to say community, okay? So we focus on people and then we focus on the objectives. What are the objectives of that audience? And the S in post is strategy. And it's focused on how do you want the relationship with that customer or that audience member? How do you want that to change? Do you want that relationship to be more intimate, to be a little less transactional, maybe more transactional? That is how you're going to put your strategy together. And then last is technology. Okay, so the last thing you need to be choosing is technology. If you are focusing on technology first and not your audience, you could be choosing the completely wrong technology. And I've seen this happen every single day I see this. People focusing on Twitter, but their audience isn't really on Twitter or they don't know how their audience is behaving or what they're looking for on Twitter. What what your audience is looking for on these different platforms is very different. So they're wanting to engage with you, with other brands, with their friends, with their contacts, their colleagues, different ways on LinkedIn versus Facebook versus Twitter. And obviously not all of us are the same. So you need to know how your audience wants to interact on each of these social networks, all right? So number four is simply know your customer and focus on their goals, okay? So I always say inspire, connect, achieve. Inspire your audience to connect with you with the goal of helping them achieve their goal. When you help them achieve their goal and goals, plural, you achieve yours by default because you have the same objectives as your customer because you are focused on your customer. And this is so important that 76% of marketers think that they know what customers want, but only 34% have ever asked them or have recently asked them. And that is according to Pivot. I have one word for that, and that is pound fail. If you are a marketer and you have not 
asked your customers recently, you have not engaged with them or engaged with your ideal customer, your target audience about what they want and need from you and your competitors. And in general, you are missing the boat, my friends. Number five is you need to think DNA, not just tools. So when you're thinking about your customer, I don't want you to get over-focused on the social media tools and the shiny objects and the Facebook algorithms, all right? It's so easy to do. And trust me, if you have read my bio anywhere online, you'll see that I always say I'm 50% geek, 50% marketing. And I love the tools and technology. I could spend all day if I had the opportunity just geeking out, all right? But we can't do that. We cannot lose sight of who our customer is and what they want to be when they grow up. We need to know what they want from us and where they want to take their life and their business. And let me give you a couple examples of this. And things that I, these are two things that I see a lot. First example, is overemphasizing the data for your blog readership. So maybe you're using Google Analytics, or if you're enterprise, you're using Omniture or Web Trends, whatever it may be. If you have at this time very little blog traffic and you are making huge decisions for your blog, for your content, based on only 300 people coming to your blog in a month to visit it, that is an overfocus on those metrics, okay? Same thing happens people with Twitter. This is a second example, is they may have a Twitter following of 300 people and they base their opinion and their business decisions, marketing decisions on how they're going to use or not use Twitter based on how those 300 people are following them, okay? And, and how they're behaving. Huge mistakes in both examples because, you need to have a larger sample than that. For the blog readership piece, you don't even know if those are your right customers. So you need to make sure you're digging in. Are those your target audience? So if you have three people coming a month, that is not a large enough sample. You need to focus on getting more of your ideal customer there. And then you can dig into those analytics. Now, I'm not saying that the analytics don't matter. If everybody's bouncing out of your front page in five seconds, you have a problem. Okay, and if you're seeing those types of numbers on a consistent basis, you have a usability problem, you probably have a design problem, and the list goes on. Uh, however, if you are uh, seeing decent uh, time on page, you're seeing um, them engaging with your content, maybe they're sharing your content, that can be good if you have those 300 blog visitors. But you can't base everything on that because it could be that's friends and family if you just launched, okay? Same thing goes for Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, if you're focusing only on those first followers that you have, it, they could be that half of them are spam. So if you're saying nobody's engaging with me on Twitter, it could be that you've attracted a whole bunch of spammers to begin with. And Twitter just simply doesn't work that way. You need to focus on building a real community on Twitter, and that is going to take time. You're not going to get those followers overnight. So make sure that you learn from the data, but don't over-focus on the data too early. And Instead, you want to be focusing on the DNA, that getting inside of your customer's head, knowing what keeps them up at night, what problems do they have that you can help them solve better than anybody else. I know we're getting deep into some content here, but let's take a quick break so we can hear a word from our sponsors that make this show possible. I'll be right back. 
Success in business and life is built on trust and relationships. According to Edelman's Trust Barometer, 41% of people think a company's employees rank higher in public trust than a firm's PR department, CEO, or founder. Empowering your employees to be the voice of your brand can help you more quickly earn trust and establish authority to ignite relationships with customers, partners, and your online audience to Zoom measurable business results. Our new partner, Everyone Social, makes it easy for employees to Zoom their personal brands and become trusted thought leaders by easily sharing relevant and engaging content with their audience while at the same time assisting their employers to achieve their marketing and business goals. Learn how to get started the right way in developing your own employee brand advocacy program by downloading a free white paper from Everyone Social at socialzoomfactor.com slash power up. Check it out, friends. Would you like to get your business Zooming Turbo online, but don't know where to start? Is website development not your thing? Check out HostGator.com for all of your hosting needs. They have easy one-click WordPress installs or drag and drop website builders. If you need even more help, their website design, setup, SEO, and even managed services can have you Zooming in no time. We have been hosting our own and client sites at HostGator for years, and I can personally validate that their service by far beats out their competition. With one little tweet, email, or chat conversation, they are there and ready to help you Zoom or resolve any issues that may come up 24-7, 365 days of the year. HostGator has the capacity to grow with you and scale when and how you need them to without headache or costing you a fortune. Check out HostGator.com today and save 30% on new hosting packages with coupon code Zoom. Or simply go to socialzoomfactor.com slash HostGator. Again, that's social zoomfactor.com slash hostgator. Number six is make sure that you know where anybody in your target audience, anybody that you're partnering with, even your executives and the people internal to your organization, make sure that you know where they are on the technology adoption life cycle, okay? And Jeffrey Moore has an amazing technology adoption life cycle that he developed a couple decades ago, I think. I remember learning it in one of my Marketing 101 classes, but it, it goes from tech enthusiasts, those are the people who will adopt any technology. So, you know, those are the people that if Apple launches a new iPhone, they're standing in line to get it because they want to be the first one there. They don't care if they're up all night, okay? Next, we have the visionaries. Those are the people who want to be everybody there. They want to still be a leader, but they're probably not all the people who are staying the night uh, to in line to get be the first one to get that iPhone. Then we have the pragmatists. Those are the people who they still want to to get it in, you know, before their competition, but they are waiting for the visionaries and the tech enthusiasts to tell them if it's cool, to tell them if it's working, you know, and they're managing their risk a little bit more. Then as we go over to the, you know, we have this, we have this, uh, graph that is a bell curve. And if we go to the right side, then we have our conservatives and we have our skeptics. Okay. So on the far end, the skeptics, those are the people that they don't want to try anything new. They want everything to be completely safe. So if you have a target and ideal customer that is a skeptic, 
the last thing you should be selling them is a brand new tool. Okay, so if you're going and you're talking to a new potential customer and they are a skeptic or a conservative, the last thing you should tell them is, you know, we just got this new social media dashboard thing that we're going to be using or whatever it may be, this new tool and technology, and we would like to test it with you. Okay, if they're a skeptic or a conservative, they are probably freaking out in their shoes. You're probably seeing them starting to sweat. Okay, so you need to know where these people are in adoption of technology. Now, if they're a tech enthusiast or a visionary, they're going to say, hey, awesome. I want to be ahead of my competition. Same thing goes for your executives. If your executives are tech enthusiasts and visionaries, it's okay to focus a little bit on the tech, all right? But if your executive is a skeptic, same thing goes. The last thing you want to do is say, hey, can I get this social media budget approved because I want to adopt the latest and greatest technology, this new dashboard and measurement tool. We are going to be the first to use it. Pound, fail, don't do that. Number seven is simply invest in relationships. So know the difference between a community and a self-serving empire. All right. So when you invest in a real relationship, you are going to invest in time and yourself with that person. You are going to get to know them. You are going to listen more than you talk. And a goal in creating communities is that they are built on real relationships, okay? If you are building a social self-serving empire, then you don't care whether you know those people. You don't care whether you know those your customers, your audience members, because all you're wanting to do is to sell them something, all right? You can't be focused on a self-serving empire and a relationship and community at the same time. They just don't go together because if you're focused on only self-serving goals, then you're not going to wind up building real relationships. You're not going to be able to foster and develop a real community that will bring you value over time because communities will create markets for you and for others, but you must first build the community and you need to be focused on earning trust, credibility, establishing thought leadership, and real relationships with real human beings, okay? Number eight is to think integration. Integrated platforms will drive much higher result. And you want a platform that is working when you're not working. And it no longer works. And it never did. And build it and they will come. Okay. You need to think integration. And when you build a platform that is made up of social and tech silos that don't talk to one another, you will end up working 24 hours a day, seven days a week. However, The more you integrate, the more it forces you to focus on your customer, okay? Because when you're integrating these pieces together, it's forcing you to think of your customer because you need to think about what that customer experience is. Let me give you a couple examples. If you have a platform online that is not integrated, it would look something like this. You build your blog, okay? You build your website. Those are two completely different projects. You have maybe even different agencies that are building those for you or different teams internally that are building those. And we see this every single day. I would say 90% of the customers that come to us, this is the problem that they have. Uh, So you have a blog, you have a website. They're not uh, designed together. They're not working together. They're two separate silos. Next, 
now we'll add on a Facebook page. All right. So you've slapped together a Facebook page. It's not really integrating with your website. Uh, even the branding may look a little bit different. You don't have consistent uh, brand architecture or colors or language or anything. You've just kind of thrown it up there. Twitter, same thing. You just have an image. Maybe you're bragging about yourself a little bit too much. You have a background thrown up there, but literally you threw it together. Maybe your social community manager threw it together who has little experience with design and doesn't know your brand. If this sounds like you, you need to get refocused and you need to probably listen to some of my other podcasts. I did a podcast specifically on how to build an integrated platform that will work when you're not working. And I will put links to that podcast as well as a ton of others that are uh, will in direct support of this conversation we're having today. And they it will be at the show notes page at socialzoomfactor.com slash 101. So that platform, you need to just make sure that you are focused on the customer. And when you're focused on what is that customer experience that you want to develop for that end user, that person that's coming to your blog, that person that's coming to your opt-in forms to you know trust you with their email address. When you are focused on what that experience is like, you will wind up with an integrated platform, but it has to be planned from end to end. You can't just be developing these standalone silos. And you want to be creating an experience that is shareable, an experience that's memorable, that they want to take home, you know, and tell everybody about it. Number nine, this is an easy thing you can do, is do an audit on your content, okay? So you need to take, once you've went through some of these steps I've talked about today and you've analyzed who is your customer, you know, what are our goals and objectives? How are we going to best service our customer? Where is my customer at on the technology adoption life cycle? And the list of things we've talked about. Then you need to go and do a quick audit of your content. How are you doing? Okay, your, your content that's out there today is it, is it meeting the needs of your audience? Is it meeting the needs of your ideal customer? When that person is doing those 10.4 searches to make a purchasing decision and they land on your blog, is it going to be a good result or a negative result and they're going to jump across the street to your competition? I encourage you to download our content marketing inventory worksheet at socialzoomfactor.com slash inventory. And it basically has three columns. It's either in, it's out, or it's updated. And that's going to help you pull that together. You can also download our content calendar because you need to create a content calendar to make sure that you are serving the needs of your audience. Go to socialzoomfactor.com slash calendar. And then last but not least, to help you do your analysis on what those objectives are for your audience, we have an audience analysis worksheet that you can download at social socialzoomfactor.com slash audience. And number 10, here's our last tip, friends. Never get too big and too smart for your own britches, all right? So never think that you know everything there is to know about your customer. You should always, always be learning. Humble yourself and focus on learning every day because the smartest people are 100% teachable. I learn every single day from so many of you that listen to this podcast and I am always teachable. I always strive to be teachable. I know there is always a better way that I can be serving my customer. And every meeting that we have with our clients, we always like to end it with what can we be doing better? You know, every time we have a face-to-face meeting with the client, we say, 
what can we be doing better to better serve you? So really just if you are focused on serving that customer and giving them that best experience that you possibly can, your results are just going to, I'm telling you, go turbo. So I hope that this podcast has inspired you to refocus that lens on your customer. And I know a lot of marketers and bloggers and people, we talk about these things, but a lot of people don't really do it. And they say they care about their customer. They say they want to create a blog that serves the needs of their customer and create this integrated platform. But the people and the brands that actually do it see exponential results. So I encourage you in 2015 to get focused on your customer and to truly focus on what their needs are. So I thank you so much for listening to this podcast today. And I encourage you to check out the resources that will be available on the show notes page at socialzoomfactor.com. Thank you so much. Have an amazing rest of your week. That's a wrap. If you're ready to Zoom your business and Zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash Zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor. Zoom Factor.